from an undisclosed location somewhere in North America, Rocky Stucci is the situation in room. the Situation Room. Well, I don't know about you folks, but I'm going to tell you something right about now. It's Friday. What are you going to tell us? Oh, it's Friday. Friday. It's Friday. Friday, bitches. What up, cannoli? <laughs> uh, nothing. You're just seeing it. This is this is the end of my day. After this, you know what I do? I go to bed with my beautiful naked wife. Yeah, she's wearing pajamas, bro. I just saw her. Okay, bro? Yeah, well. But it sounds good. Oh. Pajamas, uh, all I have to do is put on a little... MPR, a little MPR. Like a little call it on the stereo. Just be like, how you doing? Show me your butt. Musical panty remover. Dude, I'm a big fan of butts. I don't know what it is. I'm a big fan of butts. What do you think of this one? Here, look. Oh, I was waiting. I was waiting, Roberts. That That was a bluff. That was a punt. Where'd you go? I'm right here. Oh, there you are. All right. All right. I lost you. Can't your... see me? There oh, you go. My mic go away. Well, it just got quiet for a second, but don't worry about it, though. You know, we're all good, man. You're coming through sexy as hell again. I don't know why it does that. It could be like a filter thing that you got going on, which is a noise reduction feature. It could be. You know be. what it is? It's it's the need for a, a better mic. So we're going we're gonna to have a studio here soon, so we're not going to be worrying about this shit no more. Yeah. Dude, I want to play something for everybody. I want to play it. Scotty, I just played it for you off the air. I'm gonna be All on right. the I'm gonna be on the Whiskey Six show Sunday night on Mojo Five O Radio with the whole the whole Jack Hole gang, man. This shit is gonna get re- real, and and um, they're gonna derail me. I guess. I guess that's. I don't know if it's like a porno thing. I don't Uh-oh. know what kind of derailing. De- derailing, dude. That's, that's what they call that it. Up. They said they're gonna derail me, and so I'm prepared. That's a, that's a euphemism for something. But uh, Chris Christopher. Uh, he put together, we did a whole bunch of audio, but they put together this this commercial. I, I want to call it a spoof, but it's kind of not a spoof because I'm kind of digging this shit. So I'm going to play this for you guys, and uh, you tell me what you think. Listen to this, and folks. It's, it's yeah. polished. It's polished Good. and professional. It's going to blow you out of the water. Here we go. Stand by. Check it out. Are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement? or attic. Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals at Stucci Supernatural, Paranormal, Metaphysical, Investigative Services, and Pest Control. Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all of your supernatural and pest elimination needs. We're We're ready ready to to believe believe you. Find this and so much more on The Situation Room with Rocky Stucci, Monday through Friday at 12 a.m. Eastern, only on Mojo 5 Radio. Dude, that's badass. I'm just saying. I'm just freaking That's saying. a uh, liberal uh, eradication? No, that's the new feature, though. Um, oh, we're we're expanding, right. brother. We are. We are. We got these Expanded special. New department. These Star Trek-y, Warzy type of guns we got. They shoot these lasers, oh, yeah. and they make cool beepy noises when we touch buttons. Nice. Nice. Bleep, 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 bleep. You know, I responded. I'm I'm a member of a group that I don't know how I became a member of it. It's like bipartisan report. I think it's called on Facebook and uh, bipartisan. You would think that that's exactly what it means. Nah, it's a, it's a front. Uh, it's total TDS driven. And uh, um, so I'm in there and somebody put up some post and 
I said, you know, I responded to it. And I said, I don't agree with that. I said, I think that's wrong. <coughs> I had been all it takes in a group of liberals or leftists or a bunch of TDS driven nonsense idiots, um, you know, is to say something positive about Trump. Well, I said, you know, something, well, I don't think the president did that. And of course, they don't refer to him as the president. They have to use 45 or the the rumpster or the Trump. Again, you know, they use all kinds of variations of his name or they call him the orange taco in the White House, whatever they call him. And uh, you know what the happens? Cheeto. They call him the freaking Cheeto. The Cheeto. You know what happens? You say one positive thing. It's a sentence. I didn't insult anybody. I didn't attack anybody. I just said, well, I think this story is, I said, I think the story you reported on is the headline is BS because this and this happened and this and this happened. Right. I said, I think the president should be supported in this, whatever it was. I have been bombarded. It's like everybody that suffers from TDS. And by the way, folks, if you don't know what that is, we're Trump derangement syndrome. Um, I have had at least 30 people in that group come and try to blast me out of the water. And out of those 30 people, there have been maybe one or two polite people. The rest of them are all name calling. They're attacking. They're calling me triggered <laughs> or a troll. They probably called you a troll, Scotty. They call well, a troll came first. And I said, I can't be a troll. I said, I'm a member of the group. I said, do yeah. I not have, I, I said, what I'm seeing here is that you're all seemingly having a problem with somebody who's offering up a different opinion than right, yours. Right, right. And I said, is your job to, I said, it seems to me that, I, I said, you're proving the stereotype that nowadays the left is all about, especially, especially the left driven by TDS is all about silencing anybody who offers a different opinion. No, let me, let me just, I just want to, make sure i'm understanding this 100 percent correctly sure. good sir this is a self-proclaimed bipartisan group i just want to make sure i ask yep. that question again. they're okay. they're, they're right. called bipartisan report and uh um so so that's what I, i'm i'm just looking here i'm i'm looking to to tell you exactly what i said that prompted so while you're pulling that up i want to reference something while you're pulling that up getting that queued up scotty i want to reference something about this program right here um we explore all areas of conversation right i i try not to be so completely one-sided dude we had sarah soderland on the other day and um you know she probably would have said a couple things that may have given you a mini stroke roberts um but Uh, maybe sarah sarah is for one, she is a precious dear friend of ours. Yes. Uh, for two, love her to death. Love her to death. She is highly educated and she is completely packed with common sense, if you know what I'm saying, Roberts. And, um, you know, some of the things that she may have said may have made some people a little uncomfortable. But the thing is, though, is that we're not hypocrites like this bipartisan bullshit group that you're involved in. Um, some of the things that we talk about aren't exactly here to coddle our emotions it's we're trying to understand the entire picture and unless we're willing to explore an entire conversation and to have some bipartisanship in our blood we will never be the better people and when you have these psychopathic groups that claim to be bipartisan and then attack somebody because of their opinion and i know how you word your words scotty 
There's nothing that probably came out of your mouth that came out as radical, that came out as, as extreme far right. You probably you approached that. it with common sense, and still people are freaking idiots, and I want to freaking slap them. Uh, you listen to what I said. I'm looking back at it. Maybe I was a little harsh to begin Ooh, with. Roberts. Well, now, they posted a news article. Adam Schiff checkmates GOP in front of America during Wednesday hearing. And the first thing I did was I went and I looked at the at the video clip and the article. Uh, and, and I want to say, you know, the first thing I want to say, if you call that a checkmate, uh, you guys are stuck playing checkers somewhere. Mm-hmm. You haven't advanced to chess yet. But uh, my response was this. I said, what Schiff had to say was complete fabrication. How do you call it a checkmate when there's no substance? Factor evidence to back his words? Uh, is bipartisan report truly this gullible? Notice that all Schiff said was that he still believes, quote-unquote, there is Russian collusion. Further, he forgets that the Mueller report emphatically states that there was absolutely no connection nor collusion between Russia and the Trump campaign. If bipartisan report continues to ignore the facts and evidence and report these things as fact, I would have to ask who is truly guilty of collusion and treason. And that was my, that was, and I have been, there was 50 replies. Now, some of them are mine. I tend to reply to everybody. Yes, you do. Here, 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 listen. Listen, I'm just going to give you a couple of examples. Um, Let's see. Somebody said something to me and I responded. I don't see what they said to me. Oh, oh, uh, Scotty Roberts, you have a problem with the actual facts. Oh. Okay, that's the oh, first thing that was said. Robert has uh, let's issues see, there are with 78 facts. replies. 78 replies. Oh, of course here's there the, is. Here's some of the replies I, I replies I got. Rump isn't a uh let's see rump is isn't that pretty clear? I don't know what his antecedent is to that statement. Uh cuz there's nothing above it except my statement. Cuz he's an idiot. And Scotty Roberts, you're being paid by the Russians or is it crooked Trump? If not, you're suffering from serious limitations and too much of that funky white stuff. All right. Uh, Scotty Roberts, Trump was not exonerated in all caps. Can you read all caps? What is wrong with you, dumbhead? You deadheads. Uh, another guy said, Scotty Roberts, do you believe that a lot of the words, do you believe that a lot of words make you right? In your case, it's called deflection, deception, con man, liar. Ooh. Everyone knows tr- Trump and his administration and the complicit GOP Congress protecting him is guilty as sin, brainwashed sheep. And uh, Scotty Roberts, read the Mueller report. Uh, Scotty Roberts, try again. Read what Mr. Schiff said again for you who aren't even close. I wouldn't suggest you read the Mueller report if you can't follow a short article and comprehend what it says. Scotty Roberts, you did not read the Mueller report, right? That's what I thought. Have someone read you the report very slowly for you. How much of those psychopathic freaks actually read the Mueller report? I guarantee you not one of those assholes in that group read the Mueller report. I asked him back. I said, how many of you have read it? I said, I've read bits and pieces of it. Uh, somebody else asked if I read it. I just I, I want to go through some of these just so you hear. It's yours, brother. The floor is these. yours. Take it. Another guy, Scotty Roberts. So I guess you have read the report. Um, I said I have daunting as it is. The reason behind asking me this is what? And uh, uh, somebody said your comment is BS. 
Uh, there's that's not what's in the Mueller report. Amazing how you folks defend Trump and delusionally deny the truth by not reading the Mueller report. And I said, uh, do I need to respond when you have both asked and answered your own question? Because that person asked me, have you read it? I'll bet you haven't. You haven't, have you? And I said, typical leftist. I said, oh. you asked and answered. And uh, that's where I got nasty. Typical leftist. And somebody said, I have read it, but not. Oh, I said, I've read it, but I haven't dissected it with a team of attorneys. Uh, some guy says, uh, oh, wait, that's me. That's me. Um, <clears throat> oh, I, I just said uh, <clears throat> to one guy to respond to him. I said, I'm amazed that you'll denounce as delusional anyone who has a different interpretation or point of view regarding the Mueller report. This is a tactic of the left. Anyone or anything that counters their Trump derangement syndrome. And uh, then somebody said, you're too stupid to comprehend what it says. Um, let's see. Dude, what the? Uh, and I responded, uh, so since you seemingly have all the facts and evidence in your hand, give us a short bullet list of the facts that you have personally found in the Mueller report that sustain your call of bullshit on my statement. I'll Scott, you're getting some, you got some mic issues going on. Tap that bad boy. Can you hear that? I got you. All right. I said, uh, whoop, whoop, shake it again. Shake that ass, Roberts. What the hell? Wiggle that cord, brother. Wiggle that cord. I don't know what's going on. You can do it if you really want. Can you hear me now? Well, I can hear you, but you're super low. What the hell? Oh, there you are. All right. Don't touch anything. I won't even touch it. Take it away. Breathe on it. Take it away. Uh, I said, so since you seemingly have all the facts and evidence in hand, why don't you give us a short bullet list of the facts you have personally found in the Mueller report that sustain your call of bullshit on my statement? I'll hold my breath while you desperately go searching for something to back your words. Then I put hashtag facts over feelings, hashtag substance over symbolism. Hashtag hashtag shut the up. Facts don't care about your feelings. Uh, and so I go on and I responded to a couple of these people in, in, in kind, uh, I said something, uh, uh, Joe, do you think that was a lot of words? (laughs) Oh, he's the guy that said, you use a lot of words as deflection. I said, Joe, do you think that was a lot of words? Do you converse much without handheld device shorthand? Yeah. You don't know the big freaking cannoli, bro. (laughs) I said, use your diminutives. Autom- uh, your use of diminutives automatically renders anything substantive you might contribute as null and void. Oh. And uh, Scotty Roberts, your comment is utter bullshit. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. I, I had a couple of responses, short responses. Uh, somebody said he is not exonerated. I said, Did I say he was? I said, That's not what I was talking about. Uh, so you're putting words into my mouth in order to justify your knee jerk use of all caps. Canoli, let me let me throw something in here while you're talking. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. Well, my glasses are really reflective. I got to get some of those glasses like Dartree has there. Hell yeah. Um, so I was talking with Lisa yesterday. We we may potentially um uh, have a new local sponsor for the program. And um they they were asking Lisa, you know, about the program. It's one of her clients, and they're asking about the program. And so Lisa and I just kind of started talking and I, I, I was telling her some of my frustrations when it comes to the the political arena, right? And yes. one of my biggest frustrations 
I don't know. I Okay, so I don't know if my biggest political frustration is the hypocrisy within the political arena itself or if it's the stupidity from the the generalization, the, 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 the people in society, right? So you right. have all these people coming at you about this stupid-ass bullshit Mueller report. They're telling you yeah. you're an idiot. They're telling you, oh, you're using too many words. You're trying to sound smart. You're trying to make us. You know what? For one, shut, shut up. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, <laughs> I was sitting here going over. It's. It, I told Lisa and I told a guy at work last night because this dude at work always keeps bringing up Hillary Clinton, and you know he goes, "Do you think she's gonna get put, put in prison?" I'm like, "Unfortunately, I don't." You know, this is the corruption within our political arena, and it's it's so weird because we look at like the bleach bit, we look at the destruction of all the cell phones, we look at the uranium one issue, we look at. Uh, fast and furious we look at benghazi we look at the irs going after the libertarian party we look at all these different scandals that anybody with any effing brain at all would be absolutely disgusted and outraged at these situations but they're not but yet we get a Mueller report and you throw a little common sense on the table and right away this adam Schiff, this psychopathic pig is some kind of heroic freaking genius for for trying to go after trump so what is your biggest frustration when we sit here and we see these psychopathic cockroaches running around trying to constantly go after Trump over the Russia collusion deal, but yet yep. these same people never had this kind of behavior when it came to Obama or when it came to Eric Holder or when it came to Hillary Clinton or when it came to any one of Obama's uh, staff and their illegal activities? I mean, does that just not irritate the shit out of you? It irritates the shit out of me because... Uh, you can tell by the way somebody says something to you, even on social media, whether they know what the hell they're talking about or whether they are simply parroting what they have heard others say. Right. And I brought that up a couple of times and I said, it sounds to me like you're parroting uh, the leftist line. I said, why don't you tell me in your own words in the next 30 seconds, give me the first point on your list that would prove that Trump is is committing treason. Nothing. Ghost town. Uh, this morning, I finally, to ch- hopefully try to end it, I put up the little video clip in the article of when Obama leaned over and whispered to the Russian official, you know, after I'm elected, you know, we'll be able to do something. And there was more to that little conversation, too. And I yeah. put that up. I said, is this what you guys are referring to when you're talking about Russian collusion? I said, because I dare say, if this had been Trump in this video whispering that same exact thing, saying those same exact words to that same exact official, you'd all be stumbling and bumbling over yourselves to be the first one to be able to cry out treason in all caps. And I said, but now this is Obama. I said, uh, I, I haven't even looked to see what, if I got any responses on that yet. So uh, what was I, I mean, just going to say, I forgot what I was just going to I'm, say. I'm looking to see right now. I got to scroll down through like 75 different uh, posts here. Um, I don't even know where that ended up. What the hell? Where did it you go know, on? you know, Scotty, I, I and and I'm probably guiltier than I should be. But I, I know that sometimes I get aggressive in regards to Donald Trump Some, because <laughs> I, I get angry because he's doing so much amazing stuff. And, How can and, you it, defend that pig? I, so I just want to say this, and and uh, because I I don't I don't critique Trump because I dislike him. I I critique Trump because I like him, and you know it it's so hard because we constantly find ourselves sometimes defending some of the things that we don't necessarily agree with with Donald Trump. 
Um, but you know, sometimes, and sometimes some of the things that he says completely distracts us from all the amazing things that he is doing. And I think that's one of my biggest frustrations, but at least yeah. we can come on this show and on this program, we can say that we're not hypocrites. At least we can say that, you know, we just don't sit here and become a cheerleading squad for one individual. We critique, we sit here and criticize, and we support what we believe is, you know, worthy of supporting compared to people you're having a conversation with that are so one-sided that they're not even willing to look at the good things somebody does because of their disdain hatred towards an individual. Yep. And and that's exactly what it is. And I said that a couple of times in here. I said, uh, I said, you know what you're doing? You're expressing your hatred over a person rather than stepping back and looking. I said, if Trump is guilty, I'll be the first one to say, you know what? I supported the guy, but he's guilty. He did. He committed a crime. He needs to be held accountable that's right um and everybody's like oh i see you know you're supporting your your favorite and blah 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 and blah and it, it's just good and the only reason i stick to it i make sure that anybody who asks me a question even if it's a stupid question i'll answer it and you know what you invariably get every time you get somebody if you have to walk away because i went to i don't know you know help my four-year-old get dressed and uh, get her roller skates on and put her outside and I come back to my desk and somebody asked me a question in that 40 minutes and uh, then they come back five minutes later and go oh I see you're a coward and you've left you can't even answer my question you know kind of thing you get that end of the spectrum then you get the others that will say and then you'll get people in the middle that will say how come you talk so much how come you're answering everybody's <laughs> question and then at the far end you get people that will go that will go, um, oh, you have to talk too much. Uh, you're answering too many people's questions. You're obviously using words to cover your guilt for your president and blah, blah, blah. And I said, shut well, up. I said, what do you guys want? I, I told them there was one point where I used the shut up hashtag in here. And I said, you know, you've got me to the point where I just want to say, hey, shut up. Shut up. Just shut up. And uh, I said, I came in and I made a comment and I, I made one long post at the end of this and i was trying to put my participation in this to bed last night and i made one long post and i said this okay bear with me i'm going to read this to okay, you we got about a minute and a half brother you got time <laughs> oh boy let's see if i can do it i said i'm not attempting to prove i'm right but i have asked on several points to be presented with facts and evidence that's not the definition of being triggered this threat is also a mere infinitesimal microcosm of the greater world out there that I'm part of and exposed to every day in which the viewpoints I'm expressing are part of a much greater majority. I am unflapped, therefore untriggered by your assessment. I am only making a spectacle of myself, quote unquote, by your estimation, because I chose to respond to every bit of banality hurled against me here. <coughs> I said, what you and others have engaged in on this thread is served only to prove once again that people of your political ideology will attempt to diminish and intimidate anyone who thinks differently than you think. That has become a hallmark of the anti-Trumpers and the left in general. I wouldn't be so proud of that were I you. And now so you stop me whenever you have to hear, Rocky, if I run out of time. Originally, all I did was make a single comment on a post in a group of which I'm a member. As a result, your troops came out in droves to call me names and attempt to tell me how stupid or wrongheaded I am. Just look back at this thread and see how many of you had something to say in response to my single post, but how many of you also had nothing to say 
that was of substance, with very few exceptions. Most of you were disrespectful and base, not elevating your arguments much above the levels of churlish middle schoolers bullying during recess. You must be very proud. As for me, if you think I moved to a wallflower status because of that, you clearly have no idea of what it takes to move me to abandon reason and stalwart indefatigability. I am not easily offended, mostly because I believe being offended is a choice. And I simply choose to not be moved nor offended by silliness, ridiculous name calling, incendiary remarks and defamations. Words are words. And when you come armed with reason, there is little that can dissuade you. I have not been combative here, but I have responded in good faith and good nature to everyone who addressed me. Hardly the stuff of desperation. Boom. Dude. Boom. Dude, that's exactly how I would have said it. Folks, we're at the bottom of the hour. <laughs> it. It's freaking Friday. Don't worry about it. The meatball, the freaking cannoli right here. The Situation Room broadcasting from an undisclosed location. Folks, Mojo 5 Radio, stand by. We'll be right back. Yes, folks, just like Miss Audrey, just put in that chat room that sexual, that dirty blonde hair, Audrey. I can't do that shit like Bauer and you do it, man. Hashtag that baseline. No, how well, you doing? How you doing? That's where you have to lean into your mind and you have to say that Audrey, that spread o'er the, the silver waves, that golden head. The sensuality exude the blue of your eyes and fade the azure of something like that. Okay. I don't know. All right. You guys totally ruined it for me because now, you know, we're expected to, to sound sexy when we come back into the second segment. And, uh, man, I just, you know, forget about it. Dude, your mic, wiggle your cord, Roberts. Um, so during the break, folks, uh, oh, really quick, cat coolers, folks, catcoolers.com, use code word situation, or no, yes, no, use code word Rocky, R-O-C-C-I, I'm thinking of uh, the flip-flops, combat flip-flops. Isn't um, that pronounced Rachi? It's, well, it can be Rachi, it's R-O-C-C-I, uh, cat coolers, hold ice up to seven days, go to catcoolers.com, use code word Rocky, and they take good care of you, you know what I'm saying? But during the break, folks, I was telling Roberts, Roberts, is, he asked the question during the break. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on Mojo TV, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. If you're listening on iHeartRadio, TalkStream Live, Roku TV, your Alexa, wherever you're listening around the world. During the commercial breaks, uh, Scotty asked me a question and he says, yo, Meatball. I'm like, yo, how you doing? He goes, does anybody ever complain about, you know, some of the sexual talk that we have on this show? Uh, I was just like, no, actually, get we just complaints. Yeah, like, get any complaints, and even, you know, even if we did, it, it don't matter. I'm not changing who we are. Um, you know, Scotty, here's the thing. Before I get into, and you got to remind me, I want to. Okay, let me say this first. Somebody made a response yesterday that they are never more intrigued on listening to three grown ass men talking about the difference between the male and female sexual organs. And here, <laughs> here's my thing. You and I have been doing radio for many years. Yeah. And a lot of the years we've d- we've done radio, we have been content driven. 
Meaning from yes. the beginning of the show to the end of the show, we're smashing your freaking faces. We're smashing you with information. We're smashing you with articles. We're getting you pissed off. We're getting you fired up. And we still have shows like that. I'm not going to deny that. We still have shows where we're going to hit on some serious shit, and it's not going to make you in a really good mood. But, mind you, we're also human beings. And Scotty and I and, and our circle and all of us watching, we also have what we like to call a sense of humor. And we like to chuckle. And if that means chuckle at our expense where we make fun of each other, whether we're talking about the difference between vaginas and penises, whatever it is, whatever the topic is, we do it because we want to have fun. We do it because we want you to laugh. We do it because we try to bring an escape for all of you to kind of forget about the rest of the world. Come and hang out with the cannoli and the freaking meatball. Let's have serious conversations, but let's laugh too, you know, because if Damn we can't, la- if we Damn can't straight. laugh, Scotty, what what good is it? You know what I'm saying? We're big fans of being immature. I'm just saying. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, you know, we're not going to get up there and uh, be all uh, stuffed shirt about what we're presenting. And by the way, we've done that. We've we've taken that tack before, yeah, but it was very short lived because we found first of all that isn't us. Yep. I'm talking years back. We started out being we've got to be very circumspect about the way we present our our information and you know folks today in washington dc the senate did blah 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 right right we found out that degraded in like a day or two and said we can't do that it's not us it's not who we are um you're gonna lose people's interest we become another show dude. saying the same stupid shit dude i swear to god i swear to god dude i just saw an orb fly right into you oh really your other oh, side man. I'm not even freaking lying, dude. I'm not even lying. You well, got, I believe you. You got to go back and watch this. I seen it. I'll, I'll I watch s- it. And it was erratic. It came down from the very top of the screen, and it kind of did this weird jiggle and went right into you. That was that was weird. And I guarantee you, other people saw it. How do you feel? You Maybe feel possessed? Biting my head. Hey, Roberts, don't worry, man. Oh, I don't have it queued up quick enough. I was going to play the Ghost Hunters theme uh, song. Don't worry, because if you have orbs that fly into your head while you do radio, if you have something strange that knocks in your basement. <laughs> Or in your attic, or if you find yourself somehow frightened by the normal things in your house that go b- click and boom, call us because 24 hours a day we are available for you. And in my own words, Rocky Stucci is a really cool guy. Is that what it, Rocky Stucci is a really cool guy? In my own words, no, dude, I'm a freaking demon hunter, bro. You're a demon hunter. Yeah, that's see, that's why you got to do something with your lighting over there. You got to demon hunter because you want your you want if you're not sitting there at your microphone, you want people to look at your background. Dude, I am a demon hunter. Oh, dude. Dude. You know what? I think you just frightened the demons. (laughs) You see the demons. Look, look, he shined his phone on his face. It was a Uh, red light, bro. A red light. Oh, yeah, there's the demons responding. Dude, I, gotta, I do have to do something. I do got to do something with my lighting because it's really bugging me. You do. Uh, you know, and you, you've got to have effect, you know, a little theatrics, a little something that makes you look. Uh, but I don't have swords in a constitution, okay? I just don't. Well, constitution's easy to get. But it looks really cool the way you got it on your wall. You should come well, over and just you. design my background. That's what you should do. You should you paint know what I a used mural. To have hanging up there? I got it at Fort Ticonderoga, historic Fort Ticonderoga up in upstate New York from the French and Indian War to the Revolutionary War era. This little poster done on parchment 
And it was done in the old lettering, you know, colonial style lettering. And it said in the top big letters, heroes, intrepid heroes, I think it said. And it was an old campaign, not campaign, recruiting poster. It was, uh, you know, sign on the drum head and get two shillings from the king. You know, join the king's regiment, uh, be an intrepid hero, you know, and stuff like that. And it's somewhere still packed in a box. Otherwise, I'd have that back. Anyway, I put that behind my swords before. Hey, let me ask you something. Ask me. If somebody ever broke into your house, would you grab your little Star trek little laser gun thing there and, and you know, pretend it was real and point it oh, at them? dude, I could. I could. That could be some serious shit, bro. I'd say, hey, MFR, you want to be disintegrated? Disintegrated? Watch him <laughs> stop. You know what? I, I actually chased down a burglar from my house. What? One time. I made the, the front page of the, was it the variety section or the neighborhood section or something in the in the uh, uh, Pioneer Press, St. Paul Pioneer Press. And uh, this is way back. We're talking, this is 22 years ago. It was 97. And it was the morning after Halloween. And my wife and I at the time, my wife at the time, we're laying in bed. It's about five in the morning and I hear something downstairs and uh, I got nothing on. And I start walking down the stairs and I hear the sliding glass door shut. So I, I had a pair of jeans hanging on a hook at the bottom of the stairs and I threw on my jeans. So I'm bare chested, barefoot. I go running out through the sliding glass door into my back deck and I'm looking around. The first thing I do is I look over to Nut and Bolt's house next door. They're did drugs and stuff over there we're in the east side of st paul east side some hardcore shit bro and uh so then i look over this way and the next door house was the last house on the street and they had a retaining wall that went down about six feet to the sidewalk and i see this guy going down the retaining wall and the first thing i notice is he's wearing my hat it was my scottish bonnet the little, the, the, you know, the bonnet with the big, tall pheasant feathers. Dude, coming you out. do not wear another man's Scottish bonnet. That's all I'm saying. Hell no. <laughs> and so, and he went down the retaining wall and started heading that way. So I bolted through the yard. I'm barefoot and I'm bare chested. And I catch up to him in the neighbor's yard across the alley on the opposite corner. And I go, hey. He stops and he turns around. This is a. Uh, a man of African descent, let's put it that way, turns around and he's wearing a big black top coat and he's got my Scottish hat with the feathers in it. The, the feathers are, they're, they're like two feet long, these pheasant feathers. And I go, you're wearing my hat, MFR. And he started to turn to run and I lunged and I grabbed the tail of his black coat and I yanked him back. And uh, he started putting his hands in his, I thought he, maybe he's got a weapon or something. So I grab him by the throat with one hand and I tackle him and bring him to the ground and we go rolling through the grass and we end up, it's November 1st now. So it's cold. It's not snowed yet, but there's puddles in the, in the gutter and we're laying in the gutter and I'm on top of him and I've got my hand on his windpipe. And uh, then he grabs my hand like this. He's trying to pull my hand off and he goes, I can't breathe. And I go, that's the effing point. MFR F you dude. I got to say that your, your violence is making me a little uncomfortable, bro. Well, uh, I was mad. This oh, was the fifth oh, okay. burglar burglary we'd had in our house oh. on that corner. 
And uh, so I sat on top of him and it was like recess back in the fourth grade. I had my hand around his throat and I took my finger and I started hitting him on the chest like this. I go, I'm sick of you. And I'm, and I was swearing. I wasn't saying effing. I said, I'm sick of you effing bad guys robbing my effing house. Keep your effing ass out of my house. I want to see you go to jail. And, uh, and I'm sitting on top of him and he can't get me off of his. And I got his throat like this. And the next thing I'm doing this, I'm hitting him on the chest like a bully at recess. Uh, how you like that? How you like that? Does that hurt? Dude, I would have I would have probably come up with a way to make uh, a lawn ornament out of him just to send oh, a dude. message to the rest of the neighborhood. You know I what I'm don't saying? know where it would have gone had I not had there not been intervention. Then I hear something. I look up and there's a cop running toward me and he's going off off like that. And he's got not his gun out, but he's got mace and he's yelling at the guy to turn over on his belly. And, you know, and he cuffs him and everything. And so then uh, he picks him up and I, I stand up and I look and my wife is running over from the house and suddenly because it was a live crime and my wife was on the phone with 911 my husband's chasing him down every cop in the neighborhood oh, yeah. within two minutes we had six squad cars just converged on that intersection right there and uh so i'm standing there and all the cops are suddenly it's a huge scene it's five in the morning this whole thing took about a minute to play out and uh then, of course, the guy who's handcuffed now, now he gets all mouthy. He's, they've got his coat all pulled off, and he's handcuffed. And he's going, yeah, if you it's need me, need me, and I go, shut up. <laughs> shut I actually up. told him to shut, shut up. up. Back before it was a thing. Uh, there was no hashtag back in 1997. And, so you uh, originally started the shut up movement, Roberts? I probably did. Shut so, up. Uh, without it being a movement, I was a movement of one. And then they emptied his pockets, his trench coat, and laid all my stuff out on the hood of the squad car. Dude, I like he that. Over $1,200 worth of my stuff in his pocket. Damn, bro. He had a cameras and he had, he had mail, you know, like our visa bill and stuff like that. And had all kinds of little stuff. It added, it added up to about 1200 bucks. You ever wonder if he's still alive and, and if he is what he's doing right now? Oh, yes. I know his name and everything. Oh, you and, do. Uh, you know, he went to court and he kept continuing the thing out. Well, here's here's the kicker. The neighbor, we were friends with them. This is when my daughters, who are now 27, they were five years old, something like that. And they were friends with the neighbor boys across the alley. And dad came out, my friend, and he's all squinty eyed. And he goes, hey. Looks like you're having some excitement in my yard this morning. And so we all uh, went out to breakfast and did our thing. And I got, I get back home and there's a message on my message machine because we didn't have voicemail back then. And uh, it was some sergeant from St. Paul who said, yeah, well, we got this guy. And uh, his first name was Ronnie. Call him Ronnie instead of Ronald. Yeah, well, we let him go. You know, he and if you want to find out more details, you know, give us a call. And I call up and I catch him just before noon, before he's taken off for the day. And I said, could you please explain to me what is somebody calling me or you? No one's calling me, bro. That's ringing in my ear. You got some so, paranormal shit going on, Roberts. Weird. So um, uh, I said, please explain to me why you let him go. <laughs> the cop said, well, he came up with a story that said you guys were all in a some kind of three-way sexual thing, and 
and you got mad at him and kicked him out of your house and and all this stuff was stuff you gave him and i said and you let him go for that story i said to him (laughs) and uh yeah you're sounding kind of hostile mr roberts i'm gonna end this call i said hostile i said you're not hearing hostile you're hearing the amazement of the sound of my jaw dropping to the floor that you let this guy go roberts because he I have an answer for that, brother. I have an answer how to handle this. Ready? Here's my answer. There it is. Just saying. (laughs) So, you know how this thing got blown up that same day? Now, this is Sunday morning. And uh, no, it's no. The the start, uh, the the Pioneer Press called me. And so the next morning, Sunday, they ran this in the newspaper. A big, long story. And... uh, uh, remember Norm Coleman, Norm Coleman, Nam, Nam Coleman. Yep. 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 Uh, this is back when he was running for governor or Senate. I can't remember in 97. Well, he met, he was meeting two blocks from my house on Sunday away f- uh, uh, at the like electric electricians union down there having a little rally. So I went up to meet him. <coughs> I think he was the governor at the time. Wasn't he? I don't know, bro. And he was running for Senate, something like that. So I met him and I showed him the newspaper article and he said, Oh, Scott, that's bad. He says, we're going to get him caught. I, I promise you we'll get him caught. We'll get him back. And so the next morning, Monday, I get a call from Joe Suchere on uh, KS 95, yep, yep. you know, the big powerhouse talk station. Yep. And his first words to me, he goes, Hey, uh, I read this story in our paper. And he says, can you tell me a little bit about this? And he had his show, of course, Garage Logic was on in the afternoons, drive time. And uh, uh, so I told him what happened. And his first response was, you got to be shitting me. <laughs> and he said, will you come on the radio show? I said, sure. So I came on the radio show for his first hour. And we talked about this all. Then while I'm on the air, uh, Norm Coleman calls in to the radio show and reaffirms that he promises they're going to catch this guy. And of course, and, and, and so it was kind of cool. And in about three days, he was rearrested. They found him. They rearrested him. And uh, he sat for four months and continuance after continuance right. after continuance. But he sat in jail the whole time. And what we found out was he had a track record of 26 arrests for very similar crimes, none of which he had ever been convicted on so you know why he's never been convicted i'm going to tell you right now why he's never because he's a snitch that's exactly why the original law enforcement let him go and they called you up and say yeah here's the story you know he said that you guys were all banging each other and touching each other's nipples and doing a bunch of dope so we just decided to let him go he's a rat dude that's why they let him go he's a probably rat now i went into court and i had written up a statement and I said to the judge, I said, I would like to read my statement before you sentence him. Uh, finally, four to five months down the road, the judge, a woman judge, she w- disallowed me from reading my statement, which was a page long. Of course it was. You're she, the cannoli. She wouldn't, let me, she wouldn't let me read it. And um, this was my recommendation as the victim of the crime. And uh, so she would, she disallowed me from reading it. And she said, if you read that, I said, I can't read this, my statement. She said, if you read it, I will hold you in contempt of court. So I folded it up and put it back. And it was a good thing I wrote it because I had it memorized. She said, you can take a couple of minutes and say what you need to say. 
So I said the whole thing that was written at the end. I put, that's exactly what my statement said in writing. I said, so there you go. I said, I recommend that he be convicted after 26 different arrests and no convictions. I said, I, I believe he needs to do a little time. I said, I think the reason he did this in my house is he's never served time for any of his crimes. And uh, she's that'll be enough of that now. Dude, how the hell would she not allow? You have the right and the authority to read or yep. say any statement you want. She was going to throw your ass in contempt if you read off a piece I, of freaking paper. If I paper? read it because she told me I couldn't read it. So I said, that's all right, uh, Your Honor. I said, I have it memorized. You can shut the hell up. And, uh, so she said, are you done? I said, yes. She goes, you can be seated now. And then she said to this guy, Mr. Epps, she said, uh, uh, for time served, uh, we're going to release you today. Boom. Gone. Back on the street. Yeah, he's a rat, dude. He's a rat. Maybe. I didn't even you. think of that at the time. I'm telling you, bro. Dude, Stoochies think about this shit, bro. He's a rat. <laughs> he's a rat. He's a rat, Roberts. Don't worry about it. He's a rat. Fat Tony says, don't talk to this guy. Don't talk to this guy. He'll, he'll get you in prison. That's right. Oh, cannoli, man. Uh, you know what? I, I feel pain every time I look at your face. I, I'm hoping that you heal quickly, brother. Um, oh, me too. We need all of our exactly. warriors in the exactly. chat room and those listening to go ahead and say uh, a prayer, a curse, do some magic, do whatever. Oh, speaking of curse magic. Curse Dude, we got to have Travis come on sometime, and we got to talk about some we sexual do. magic or some kind of magic. We do need to have Travis on. Dude. Oh, you know what? I what? know what that call was. It was coming in. What was it, Roberts? I told my buddy Pierre, you and I, I talked to you about having him on this yeah, week man. to talk about the abortion issue from yeah. his angle. And uh, I told him it was supposed to be yesterday. And uh, I forgot. So I, t I said, you know what, dude? We had something else come up. I said, tomorrow. That's today. Oh. And he's calling me to uh, let me know that uh, I have twice in a row neglected him. Yeah, he'll be fine. I'll I'll have to call him back. Does he have uh, hair on his chest? He does. Then he he's can got a big shut beard up. Too. Big beard. I appreciate the beard part. Yeah, he's doing all right with it. Now we'll get him on here. Um, interested on his take. I know it's a it's a tough, controversial subject for some, but not for us because this is what we do. We talk about shit on this show, bro. That's right. So Roberts, um. U.S. officials say highly likely Iran behind a new tanker attack in the Gulf of Oman. What do I think about it? Yeah, man. Are we going to war? I, are we going to go? I, are we going to go to war? I don't think we're going. We should go to war. I really don't. I don't think it's that. I don't think we need to go to war with Iran. Um, the only way we go to war with Iran, I think, is if it really starts to threaten our interests and threaten our nation. If they need to be taken out, I think the United States could do it, but. Uh, um, I am also, I walk that fine line because I believe in carrying a big stick and, uh, speaking softly, carry a big stick. That's been my way all the time. I don't like going to war. I mean, who does except warriors, some warriors like it. It's like, yeah, yeah, let's go to war. I'm ready. I'm ready to kill something, bite something, break it. I get that. Uh, that's what they're trained to do. Uh, but. I think if we can avoid war at all costs, we avoid it. But if you have somebody that keeps messing with you, uh, insert different, uh, more uh, harsh word there other than messing. If somebody keeps messing with you, keeps lying to you, keeps doing what they're doing, you keep imposing 
uh, sanctions. You keep going into talks. You keep doing this. If you were Obama, you'd keep sending them money. Uh, you know, if all this stuff were going on and they're still doing what they're doing, there's a time where you say, not like, a, but remember, when, remember when Obama made his red line in the sand? Oh, yeah. Many times. And then it was, and then it was like, uh, the, they, they, they crossed it. And he goes, well, well, here's, here's the new line. Don't cross this. Well, no different than ISIS. This is the final stand. This is the last and stand. I remember you and John Ward and I on the Situation Room a few years ago talking about that very thing, about the lines keep getting shifted backwards. Yep. And uh, um, I think that there's a point where you have to have somebody who is a leader who looks at them and says, all right. You've exhausted our patience. You've exhausted every possible avenue. You keep lying to us. You keep doing what you're doing. You keep doing that. You keep saying you want to trade with us. You keep saying death to us, blah, blah, blah. You know what? Here's the effing line. Cross this line, and I ain't Obama. There's going to be trouble. Here, here's my biggest thing. Now, I, I can have this conversation from many different angles, as can you. Um, yes. You know, we can dissect how this started. We can go all the way back to the 50s. We can talk about British Petroleum. We can talk about the yep. big oil game. We can talk about the corporatocracy. Um, but at the end of the day, no matter how we got to the point that we're at, we're here. This is where we're at. And when we have a country, kind of piggyback on what you just said, Cannoli, in regards to a country where their leadership is literally spitting on the American flag, on the Israeli flag, they're urinating on the American flag, the Israeli flag, um, they are chanting death to Israel, death to the United States. There is no room for negotiation. There is no I gotta room tell to you, even consider negotiating with these psychopathic thugs. I've gotten to the point where, and we've done this, you and I have both done this with individuals. We've both had problems. Uh, I've seen it on a national level and so on. There's a point where you say, I don't give a flying rat's ass what we said last time. And the 10 times before that game over done. That's all done. New paradigm. The new paradigm is cross this line. I will trounce you uh, because there's a point where you have to do that. That's right. Uh, we've had to do it with bullies when we were growing up. Yep. There's a point where you go, I don't want to punch you in the face, but if you make me punch you in the face, I will. Well, and that's where you're going to get counter arguments is because like I said, depending on what rabbit hole you want to go down, a lot of people um, and in a way, it's very justified would say that the United States or Britain uh, were the bullies in the whole Iranian conflict. Again, this goes back decades. Um, yep. But it, it, yep. as of right now, Robert, you know, in the future, we'll have these conversations. But as of right now, we're not right now. We have an enemy. It's called Iran. Um, they are threatening the existence of our country in Israel. And that is our current situation. Uh, we need to deal with that before we sit here and go down rabbit holes and try to figure out why are we in the situation that we're in. And they can really shut up. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, when people say we shouldn't support our allies, if we say what's drawing us into this is that they are threatening our allies. Yeah. Uh, what if Great Britain was being threatened by a, a national power that could do them harm? And they're our ally. And we said, nah, we don't want to get into a war. You guys got to kind of on your own roberts if we don't support our allies our allies will find new allies you know what i'm that's saying right that's right and uh and we don't stand up for our word as as a nation and so i think 
when you've got out now, you know what? And the reason I say there's a time you got to draw the line and say, that's the old paradigm. This is the new, I don't care what got us there. I don't care, you know, who said this and what we did and what our, our agencies created and all of this and blah, blah, blah. You know what it really comes down to. And I had this conversation with somebody who was a, a radical, a Muslim radical online. Mm -hmm. I had this conversation with him a few years ago and said, it comes down to this. I said, personal responsibility. Where are you as an individual? Do you stand for the killing of people because you disagree with them? Or do you stand for let's have this bullshit done with and find a way to mitigate peace? That's right, brother. And, uh, um, that's that's where I brought up with him. I said, I said, uh, we're teaching our children to hate and to kill and to die. That's right. And I said, we need to stop this. I said, you are teaching your children to hate and to die. I said, over what? I said, so what? I said, you disagree religiously. I said, who the hell cares? So what? Right. Roberts, we are down to the bottom of the hour, brother. We are done. Right, it's yeah. freaking Friday. I love the hell out of you, bro. And I, I hope you, you hope you I hope your face heals up. You better go Me have too. Randy handle that business. Ladies and gentlemen, we thank each and every one of you for being here this week. We thank each and every one of you for being here every single week. Those of you that listen, thank you so much. Those of you that listen to the podcast after the show airs, thank you so much. And those that are watching, Thank you so much. You guys make this show special and you make us feel uh, like we're actually making a difference. And I am straight. And I hope we are too. So with that being said, folks, much love to you. Much love to your families. May God bless you. May God bless the United States. And we appreciate all of you. And always remember rule number one. What's rule number one, Roberts? Don't take no shit from nobody. Good night, folks. Love you.